and the greatest purpose we could ever live. Our theme this year is a king and a cause. The king of kings and the cause of causes. Our world has seen many things. Every corner has seen the rise and fall of their empires and kingdoms. Built in search of power, forged at the expense of others. The greatest person we could ever love and the greatest purpose we could ever live. I want to connect courage from our theme in 2022 to a king and a cause in 2023. Linking fearless and a courage culture to a king and a cause. A king to love and a cause to serve. With a courageous heart, we bow before our king and commit ourselves to his kingdom come. We have someone to love, and we have something to do. Come on. Our King of Kings taught us to pray this prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, this is our king, and this is our cause. Our cause is his kingdom come, and his will be done on earth like it is in heaven. On earth, in our neighborhood as it is in heaven, in our marriage as it is in heaven in our family as it is in heaven, in our school as it is in heaven, in our church as it is in heaven. You know, I began a few months ago thinking thoughts about heaven 
that I've never thought before. Heaven. The thought that impressed me as I was walking and meditating about heaven is this, and I've never thought of it this way before, but heaven is near. It's not in a galaxy far, far away. Heaven, heaven is not far. It's near. Jesus said in Matthew 4 and verse 17, the kingdom of heaven is near. It, it, it is not a trillion light years from here. As a matter of fact, I have been in touch and communication this very morning with my Father in heaven. This thought really impressed me when I was sitting in my house one day and I picked up my iPad, I punched a few numbers, and in one moment on FaceTime, I'm in communication with my pastor face-to-face in Arizona, in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Papa. Hey, Jack. How, man, you're looking good. You're looking good too, Jack. That, that's my Papa. That's my pastor. He's been my pastor almost all my life. And it was just such an amazing thing. I'm sitting in Sydney, and I'm in instant, direct, complete, immediate communication with my pastor in Phoenix. And just like I have access to my pastor in Phoenix through human technology, I have access to Christ who is seated at the right hand of the throne with Holy Spirit technology. Heaven. The heavenly things above are near. They're not far. They're near. And they're available. And they're reachable. And they're accessible. Heaven is not far from us. Angels are near. The cloud of witnesses that the book of Hebrews tells us about that's that's encouraging us, that cloud is not far. It's near. Help is near. Our help that is from above, it is not far. It's above us, but it's near. My help comes from above. The Bible teaches me to set my affections not on what's below, but on what's above not set my affections on millions of light years from here. Colossians 3. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on earth, not below, above. You know, when Stephen was being stoned to death. Just before he died, he stood there, opened his eyes, and said, I see, I see with my eyes the Son of God standing at the right hand of the Father. I'm telling you, it's not far. Jesus, when he ascended, the Bible teaches us he ascended up, 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 went into a cloud and out of sight. Acts 1.11. Now when he had spoken these things while they watched, 
while they watched, while they had eyesight, while they were looking, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Heaven is near. It is out of our sight, but it is not far. And truthfully, in one heartbeat, you can be there in an instant. Paul said in Ephesians that God has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. Now, there's a scripture for you to really meditate on. Paul teaches us that our citizenship is in heaven. Jesus told us to store up treasure, not on earth, but in heaven. Paul said that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Luke says that our names are registered in heaven. James said we have wisdom from above. The Hebrew writer says we have tasted the heavenly gift. Mm, we've tasted it. Hebrews writer also says, I've partaken of the heavenly calling. Paul told Timothy, he's preserved for us a place in his heavenly kingdom. He also, Paul also said, we belong to and bear the image of the heavenly man, not the earthly man. No longer do we bear the image of Adam. We now bear the image of the heavenly man. We belong to heaven, but we live on earth. And our cause is to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. To bring his kingdom below as it is above. And so, here is our mandate for 2023. And this is the measure that we will measure ourselves by all year. We will measure ourselves by this question. What on earth are you doing for heaven's sake? What on earth are you doing for heaven's sake? What are you doing today? before kingdom come. What will you have done before your head lays on the pillow today for kingdom come? What are you giving on earth for heaven's sake? What are you thinking on earth for heaven's sake? What are you saying on earth for heaven's sake. <clears throat> what are you abandoning on earth for heaven's sake? What are you forsaking on earth for heaven's sake? What are you believing on earth for heaven's sake? And what are you embracing on earth 
For heaven's sake. His kingdom come. His will be done. A king and a cause. Every day of my life, waking up with a sense of devotion and duty. Devotion and duty. Let this describe your life. Let this describe my life. Devotion and duty. Devotion to a king and duty to a cause. I know in a few months the whole world is going to watch the coronation of a king. And a kingdom. But it's below. It's not above. It's below. I'm talking about devotion. To a king. And I'm talking about duty. To a cause. I wake up every day to my maker and my mission. What good is my life if I live it apart from my master and his mandate? The apostle Paul said in Acts chapter 20, but my life, my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord. The work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus, the king, the work, the cause. The apostle Paul said, my life is worth nothing to me. It's bubbles and bubbles. It's, it's sparkle and it's nothing. My life is nothing, Paul said, if I am not using it for the king and the cause. The cause the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. I do not wake up every day wondering what my life is about, wondering who I am and what I'm supposed to do. I wake up every day bowed before a king and committed to a cause. My life is senseless, useless, nothing without the king and the cause. Now, last year, our theme was creating a courage culture. We all remember last January, coming out of two, two and a half years of COVID, COVID culture, canceled culture, confused culture, and here we were trying to find our feet, and we just decided that we would establish a counterculture theme to current culture, and we would establish a courage culture theme as a counterculture to a confused culture, and this year we are adding to that courage culture the kingdom culture. May the culture of the kingdom increase in me and may current culture eh, decrease in me. And of course, the greatest proponent of current culture is social media. May my social media be measured by this. 
what on earth are you doing for heaven's sake? You may FaceTime take on a whole new meaning this year. May Facebook take on a whole new meaning this year. May I open the social media and answer the question, what on earth am I doing for heaven's sake? Kingdom culture up. Current culture down. Kingdom culture is where we live with wisdom from above. Current culture is where we live and operate in the wisdom of this world. And here's what the Bible has to say about the wisdom of this world. Actually, the brother of Jesus wrote these words. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic, where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion, and every evil thing is there. Speaking of social media, the professor of sociology at Duke University on the East Coast of the United States, Professor Chris Bale, he's not only the professor of sociology, He's also the professor at Duke of Public Policy and Data Science. And in a recent podcast interview with Kerry Newhoff, he said this. Now, hold on. Buckle up. Here's what he said. Just 6% of social media users generate 73% of the extreme online content. That blows me away. 73% of all of this confusion culture is being generated by 6% of the social media users. Okay. Current culture down. Kingdom culture up. His kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus is our king. Others is our cause. We read in 1 Timothy 6.15 at just the right time Christ will be revealed from heaven the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Jesus is our King. A lost humanity is our cause. In Matthew 25, Jesus sets this amazing scene. I wish James Cameron could help us set it like a scene from Avatar. Try to imagine it. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, whoo, come on, and all the angels with him, then he will sit 
glorious throne. Come on, that'll be better than any scene from any movie we've ever seen. Before him will be gathered all the nations. How many know Australia will be there? United States will be there. Before him will be gathered all the nations. And he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place on his right hand the sheep and the goats on his left. So here's the scene. It's unbelievable. But here's the scene. Now, this is what I wanted to get us to in this amazing scene. Then the king, everybody say the king. That's who I'm talking about. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Oh, watch this, watch this. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. What does he say to those on his right? Here's what he says. You gave. You gave. You gave. You gave. You gave. You gave. You gave food, you gave drink, you gave shelter, you gave clothes, you gave care, and you gave hope. Care for the sick and hope for the prisoner. The king is talking to them about the cause. That's what this scene is all about the king and the cause. And then the king shows them how intimately, closely he has embraced and is related to the cause. It's hard to say, according to what he's about to say, it's hard to separate the cause from the king. And here's what he says. He didn't just say, you gave. He says, you gave me. You gave me, 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 me. You gave me food. You gave me drink. You gave me shelter. You gave me clothes. You gave me care. You gave me hope when I was in prison. The cause, the cause is the hungry and the thirsty and the homeless and the naked and the sick and the prisoner. The cause is the world that God loves so much that he gave his only begotten son for it. The cause is the unreached and the untold and the unloved. And what does the king say? To those on his left, you didn't give, 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 you didn't give. 
And then he shocks them when he says, you didn't give me. 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 You didn't you didn't give me food. You didn't give me water. You didn't give me shelter. You didn't give me clothes. You didn't give me care when I was sick. And you didn't give me hope when I was in prison. That whole scene in Matthew 25 is a scene of a king. I'm going to ask our team to come. This year, Imaginations family, those online, I know Canberra is receiving this message this morning in the mission's vision or the, or the year, our, our, our vision for the year. This year, I want to focus us on the greatest person we could ever love and the greatest purpose we could ever live. I want to focus us this year on a devotion and a duty. I'm going to ask this year for a minimalistic life where I'm not thrown back and forth and distracted by a hundred different things. Everybody else's agenda and everybody else's call and everybody else's knock and everybody else's call. I tell you, Lord, I have someone to love and I have something to do and the rest is just let it not become my focus or my attention. I'm asking us to lay aside what doesn't matter. I'm asking us to not get caught up in what distracts us and diverts us and takes away our eyes and our heart and our affection and our emotion. And the next thing you know, our whole life is lived below. I want us as a church to rise up in the western suburbs of Sydney focused on a king and a cause. And I want us to ask the question every day, what on earth am I doing for heaven's sake, for kingdom come, because this is my cause and this is my king. Would you stand with me? Not a hundred things, but a king who loves me, a king who loves me, and I love him, and I'm devoted to him, and I'm loyal to him, I'm loyal to him, he's my king, he's my king, I'll fall on my sword for him, he's my king, he's my king. And his kingdom come is my cause. Now you measure that besides everything else that takes your focus and attention 
and ask yourself with me this year, what on earth am I doing for heaven's sake? For the King of Kings and the cause of causes.